Chapter 4. Kamsa Begins His Persecutions After Vasudev adjusted all the doors and gates, the gatekeepers awoke and heard the newborn child crying. Kamsa was waiting to hear the news of the child's birth, and the gatekeepers immediately approached him and informed him that the child was born. At that time, Kamsa got up from his bed very quickly and exclaimed, Now the cruel death of my life is born. Kamsa became perplexed now that his death was approaching and his hair stood on end. Immediately he proceeded toward the place where the child was born. Devaki, on seeing her brother approaching, prayed in a very meek attitude to Kamsa. My dear brother, please do not kill this female child. I promise that this child will be the wife of your son. Therefore don't kill her. You are not to be killed by any female child. That was the omen. You are to be killed by a male child, so please do not kill her. My dear brother, you have killed so many of my children who are just born, shining as the sun. That is not your fault. You have been advised by demoniac friends to kill my children. But now I beg you to excuse this girl. Let her live as my daughter. Kamsa was so cruel that he did not listen to the beautiful prayers of his sister Devaki. He forcibly grabbed the newborn child to rebuke his sister and attempted to dash her on the stone mercilessly. This is a graphic example of a cruel brother who could sacrifice all relationships for the sake of personal gratification. But immediately the child slipped out of his hands, went up into the sky, and appeared with eight arms as the younger sister of Vishnu. She was decorated with a nice dress and flower garlands and ornaments. In her eight hands she held a bow, lancet, arrows, bell, conch shell, disc, club, and shield. Seeing the appearance of the child, who was actually the goddess Durga, all the demigods from the different planets like Siddhaloka, Charnaloka, Gandharvaloka, Apsaraloka, Kinaraloka, and Uragaloka presented her articles and began to offer their respective prayers. From above, the goddess addressed Kamsa. You rascal! How can you kill me? The child who will kill you is already born before me somewhere within this world. Don't be so cruel to your poor sister. After this appearance, the goddess Durga became known by various names in various parts of the world. After hearing these words, Kamsi became very much overwhelmed with fear. Out of pity, he immediately released Vasudeva and Devaki from the bondage of their shackles and very politely began to address them. He said, My dear sister and brother-in-law, I have acted just like a demon in killing my own nephews. I have given up all consideration of our intimate relationship. I do not know what will be the result of these acts of mine. Probably I shall be sent to the hell where the killers of Brahmins go. I am surprised, however, that the celestial prophecy has not come true. False propaganda is not only found in the human society. Now it appears that even the celestial denizens of heaven speak lies. 
because I believed in the words of the celestial denizens. I have committed so many sins by killing the children of my own sister. My dear Vasudeva and Devaki, you are both great souls. I have nothing to instruct you, but I still request that you not be sorry for the death of your children. Every one of us is under the control of superior power, and that superior power does not allow us to remain together. We are bound to be separated from our friends and relatives in due course of time. But we must know for certain that even after the disappearance of the different material bodies, the soul remains intact eternally. For example, there are many pots made of earthly clay, and they are prepared and also broken. But in spite of this, the earth remains as it is, perpetually. Similarly, the bodies of the soul under different conditions are made and destroyed, but the spirit's soul remains eternally, so there is nothing to lament over. Everyone should understand that this material body is different from the spirit's soul, and so long as one does not come to that understanding, he is sure to accept the process of transmigration from one body to another. My dear sister Devaki, you are so gentle and kind. Please excuse me. Don't be aggrieved by the death of your children, which I have caused. Actually, this was not done by me, because all these are predestined activities. One has to act according to the predestined plan, even unwillingly. People misunderstand that with the end of the body, the self dies, and they think that one can kill another living entity. All these misconceptions oblige one to accept the conditions of material existence. In other words, as long as one is not firmly convinced of the eternality of the soul, one is subjected to the tribulations of being the killer and the killed. My dear sister Devaki and brother-in-law Vasudev, kindly excuse the atrocities I have committed against you. I am very poor-hearted, and you are so great-hearted. So take compassion upon me and excuse me. While Kamsa was speaking to his brother-in-law and sister, tears flowed from his eyes, and he fell down at their feet. Believing the words of Durga Devi, whom he had tried to kill, Kamsa immediately released his brother-in-law and sister. He personally unlocked the iron shackles, and very sympathetically showed his friendship, just like a family member. When Devaki saw her brother so repentant, she also became pacified and forgot all his atrocious activities against her children. Vasudev also, forgetting all past incidences, spoke smilingly with his brother-in-law. Vasudev told Kamsa, My dear fortunate brother-in-law, what you are saying about the material body and the soul is correct. Every living entity is born ignorant, understanding this material body to be his self. This conception of life is due to ignorance, and on the basis of this ignorance, we create enmity or friendship, lamentation, jubilation, fearfulness, envy, greed, illusion, and madness are different features of our material concept of life. A person influenced like this is in enmity due only to the material body. Being engaged in such activities, we forget our eternal relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Vasudev took this opportunity of Kamsa's benevolence and informed him that his atheistic activities were also due to this misconception of life, namely taking the material body 
to be the self. When Vasudev talked with Kamsa in such an illuminating way, Kamsa became very pleased, and his guilt for killing his nephews subdued. With the permission of his sister Devaki and brother-in-law Vasudev, he returned to his home with a relieved mind.